When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes. From running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton. Motivation that moves you. Yes, yes. Welcome into the Tim McKernan Show podcast from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. Tim McKernan, Action Jackson with you. It's uh, June 1st, 2022, and Jackson, we are here to bring the heat. That's exactly what we're here to do. Ryan Kelly, Mark Hanna, Seth Goldcamp of Design Air Heating and Cooling, Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Munganess, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota, and James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. They are the sponsors of the podcast, and we are grateful for their support making it possible here. You are welcome to participate in the discussion by sending in your questions, comments, erotic stories. T. McKernan at InsideSTL, T-M-C-K-E-R-N-A-N at InsideSTL.com. Send them in and see what the good word is. Jackson, a couple of weeks ago, we got a deep dive from Alan Dadeville? Yeah. Yes. Request on Joe Strauss. Mm-hmm. And so I put it out there to the people, but I just did it with very little notice, um, on what you would like a deep dive today. Mm-hmm. And I haven't gotten anything that's really getting me going. Yeah. So you got a deep dive you want to dive into? What do you got? No, nah, I mean, nothing really to get off my so chest. So nothing. Nothing. Unbelievable. <laughs> Hit stop on the record. This is a fucking disaster, and I'm going to throw something now. Oh, Watch uh, me throw something. I feel like I'm down the hall. Yeah, 101. <laughs> yep. We can talk about it all here. It's a free-for-all. It's a free-for-all. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, there's well, uh, I can, I can tell. This is kind of like when you're when you're flustered doing a Sports Center update. So now I, now I feel. No, I'm just. Right, I got questions. I just don't know if they're going to get me going. That's that's my issue with it. Maybe huh. they will. I mean, yeah. I'll I'll read them. Could get me going. I'm you know I'm I'm one to uh, kind of break out into a take. Uh, hey Tim, the recent Nazem Kadri incident has started me wondering if some crazy fan might attempt to injure at a major sporting event. I'm unsure if you've been following what's been happening in England, but they've had a few incidents that are pretty disturbing. After Manchester City won the Premier League, fans invaded the field and attacked the Aston Villa goalkeeper while celebrating their win. Everton fans celebrated their team, avoiding relegation by running onto the field and confronting the Crystal Palace coach, who in turn kicked a fan in retaliation. 
Nottingham Forest fans celebrated a playoff win by running onto the field and one fan headbutted a losing team player from Sheffield United. Are we at risk in the U.S. of a similar action from fans celebrating a big win or protesting an unfortunate loss? I worry that in a future episode will be even worse and that a player, coach, or official maybe becomes significantly harmed. For additional context, I am writing this the day after the awful event in Texas, and that has really shaken me. As a parent of a third grader, I cannot imagine how difficult this will be to deal with. That comes from not caller Adam. P.S. Again, I am enjoying the show. Mm. Now, that happened when Missouri beat Nebraska, if I'm not mistaken, in 2003. And a Missouri, I believe it was Nebraska, in 2003. And I was at that game in Columbia. And Missouri hadn't beat Nebraska, I think, since like 78. Oh, wow. And I believe a fan ran up and taunted a Nebraska offensive lineman and the Nebraska offensive lineman, like, cold-cocked him right in the oh, face. Geez, yeah. And that was nearly 20 years ago. Um, I don't I, – I, my honest reaction to it is I'm not I, – I wasn't aware of what had happened in the Premier League. Um, I, 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 I think over the last couple of years I wouldn't rule anything out of anything. That's yeah. my honest answer. Yeah. Uh, but I don't, I don't feel a reason at the moment to think of any more fear of it than I would have had a year or two ago. Yeah. Uh, what I'll say about that, because I saw when Man City won the craziness that happened afterwards, which is bananas. But the fans over there in England especially with soccer is ne- something that I don't think most Americans can comprehend. And it's not just in soccer – uh, when Luka Doncic was playing in the conference finals, people were talking about, well, he's used to the pressure. And they would show highlights from the EuroLeague basketball in Europe, and they're shooting off fireworks in the stands. They have armed guards with AK-47s in between the rows of fans to keep them at bay. Like, they have a whole mm. different way of sports viewing over there. It's so passionate. It's so bananas. Uh, and especially with soccer, the stadiums are so big, so there's so many people in there, and they just get obliterated drunk, and it's craziness. I don't think in America, while we do have some of those issues, uh, you see it a lot with players or fans getting real close to players and saying some stuff that they shouldn't. We saw that with the Yankee fans in Cleveland, and we saw that multiple times in the NBA this year. I just don't think that we have that same kind of fiery dangerous level passion for any one sport that English people have for soccer. Like it is a next level craziness, but I'm with you on the sense that I wouldn't rule anything out uh, in our current state uh, in America in 2022. Yeah. I don't, I don't, it just isn't something that I, uh, that I've thought a whole lot about, but if it's happening over there, I suppose I understand the reason for concern, but I wasn't all that familiar with. Thank you to the home loan expert.com. Ryan Kelly, Studio sponsor of the Tim McKernan Show podcast, and we are grateful for his support. Been a studio sponsor of the show from the very, very beginning. What episode are we on, Jackson? This is 496. Wow. This is 496. I mean, I'm putting it out there to the people. I'll go deep on I'll go deep on something for episode five hundred. Yeah, real deep. I don't deep. know what it would be. Yeah. I, that's a good question. What it should be? Just the, the deepest of deep dives. The deepest though. of deep dives. A like, treat for episode 500. Yeah. We got, yeah, 
Give yeah, whatever you want. Give Keep it printed inside stl.com. Send it in. Uh, the purchase market is still fierce, and the competition's crazy out there. The moment a house goes on the market, there are 10, 20, 30, 40 offers on day one. It's never been more important that you are working with a strong mortgage lender, also working with a mortgage lender that has tools that other mortgage lenders don't have. Work with an expert at thehomeloanexpert.com. I literally, here in the last hour, Jackson, yeah. my brother, Kevin, always thanked at the end of the show, mm-hmm. uh, sent me a text and said, uh, is there any way that you could uh, connect me with uh, the people at Ryan Kelly? I said, no problem. Oh, yeah. I'll knock that out right now. And I connected him with uh, Nick the Quick over there at uh, thehomeloanexpert.com. And so he's working with him. So that's that's how strong I've got my brother working with him. I had my sister working with him. I've worked with him. It's the homeloanexpert.com studio sponsor of the Tim McKernan Show podcast. Mark Hanna is Action Jackson's guy. And uh, what would you tell the people about Mark Hanna? I would tell you that working with someone like Mark Hanna is such a great move, not only for right now, but so much more for the future. You know, you're going to thank yourself so much by just making a simple phone call and talking it over with Mark, maybe doing a video chat. Because he's so knowledgeable when it comes to f- planning for financial futures. You know, We know that. We know his credentials are rock solid. But it's his ability to connect with people that sets him apart from everybody else. He learns about each individual he works with, learns their current financial situation, what their future plans are, You know, is there room for growth, and then he caters a plan just to you. You know, it's custom made to you. It's not going to be just someone in your age range with similar incomes and he just throws a plan to you. No, 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 no. He's going to teach you about the plan. He's going to cater it to you. And every six months, maybe a year, or anytime you have any issues, you can call him, make adjustments as needed. And Mark is so great to talk to. I love getting on the phone with Mark Hanna because I know once I'm done with the call, I'm going to leave that call smarter and in a better position than I, than I started the call. So give Mark Hanna a call today. You'll be taken care of. He'll straighten you out. You'll be in a great place. And if you already have somebody, I consider making the switch over to Mark Hanna. I think you're going to be really happy with that decision because Mark is the best in the business. There you go. 314-889-0503 or go online at evergreenstl.com. Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Jamie Burkhardt and Clayton Patterson at Munganast, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. Even if you didn't get your car from Munganast, you can get your car serviced at Munganast. I just got mine serviced a couple of weeks ago, and they are incredible. I will be happy to connect you. Email me, Tim McKernan, at InsideSTL.com, and I will happily connect you. It's Munganast, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. Shop online for newer pre-owned cars at StLouisAcura.com or AltonToyota.com. It is Munganast, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. All right, I'm going into the vault here. Let's see. Let's see. I, I posted this. On the TMA fan page. And let's see what my uh, still don't have I don't I nothing nothing just resonating on the deep dive. So I'll go back to the email folder. I was ready for a deep dive today too, Jackson. Mm. Uh let's see what I got here. Hey Tim, I know you openly talk about your male pattern baldness on TMA, and I wanted to get your take on the options out there now, and if you wish you would have done something about it. I'm 28, and my hairline is going. Nothing too drastic, but I don't know where it will be in five years. Why did you stop taking Propecia? Do you wish you would have done a hair transplant? And what do you hear from your friends in the industry who take their meds or who've done the procedure, such as Joe Buck? Appreciate your time. That comes from P. V. All right. Well, this is good for us here. Yeah, it's home because I am I'm somebody who was was truly 
a 12 hours away from getting on a flight to Vancouver to get a hair transplant in 2007. Dead serious. Mm -hmm. Expensive, by the way. I mean, super expensive. It it would be expensive to be now, much less in 2007. Uh, I can't imagine it costs that much now, but maybe it does. I haven't looked into it. I have have moved on. Uh, Jackson, you, uh, I don't, I don't know what you're, I don't know what you're thinking about doing. You've hinted at ta- doing something, but do you, do you care yeah. to uh, come uh, yeah. out of the closet now? Sure, I, uh, I have a bunch of finasteride, which is just the generic form of propecia. Right, right. Uh, I have a bunch of that in my medicine cabinet. But you have not started taking. it. I have not started taking it, um, and because I'm, I, because I know that. So when I originally bought the finasteride, and finasteride. For my knowledge, is mostly for the hairline. Um, the hairline actually isn't my concern as much anymore. It's not great, don't get me wrong, but guys with like blonde hair, that's like a thinner blonde hair, kind of develop a hairline like this. Like I have a ton of friends like me who have thinner blonde hair, and they all kind of have wonky hairlines, and that's all right. Uh, I can get around that. It right now is right at the crown. Is uh, it gets thin? I it, thought that's what Propecia slash Finasteride tended to. So I my interpretation of it, and I could be totally off, is that they have some sort of droplet or even like a uh, a shampoo that they have to not restore hair but thicken the hair you have, so it kind of overshadows. See, I thought these things just help you hold on to the hair. That's yes, yes, that's and they. I think that's when I've talked to some experts about this, and they say like. Unless you're like doing some sort of procedure, like an actual procedure, you really all you're ever doing is retain, trying to retain your hair, not grow anything back. It's mostly retaining. That's why I kind of want to get it done early, and that's why I kind of kick myself like I haven't started it yet. Maybe I'll start it uh, this week. But um, but other than that, like they have some crazy procedures now. Like if you have dark hair, or even any color hair, they'll like essentially tattoo your scalp. Really? So that, yeah, so that the the spots where you're missing hair, and it's, like, tattooed the same color as your hair. It's not permanent, but they'll tattoo your scalp so that um, you won't be able to see as easily down to the scalp. It's no kinda, way. kind of crazy. Yeah. I didn't know. How, when is, how long has that been around? Uh, I've only heard of it in the past couple of years, but I know someone who did it. And oh, how's it look? What's looks pretty good. Um, but then, you know, they... People still do a piece, or they'll do uh, transplants are still very popular. There's are new kind of transplants now where they're not going to take a hunk out of your head, too. They yeah. have stuff that's That's like, what I would have been doing. Right. So uh, it's almost good that you didn't, because if you ever wanted to, you could do— they have some stuff now where it's like— it's a lot—not necessarily—they're both safe, but it's a lot less invasive, I would say. Like, they're robots, and it's very technical and not just— let me just slice some of this scalp off real quick, or you know, the back of your neck. Um, so there's a lot of stuff that you can do, and stuff that's very non-invasive, just kind of pills. And I've had heard people who've said great things about it, and I've talked to people who've taken it, and it just didn't work for them. So just like any sort of medicine, it works for some people, it might not work for others. So what are you gonna do? What you gonna do? What you gonna? Think do? I'm gonna try out the finasteride. You know, well, I don't see the real. I mean, there's side effects, but there's side effects to everything. You know, you can't worry about that for real. Because if a couple people get something, then they have to put it down. I think by law. So, 
you know, and who knows if it's connected. I've talked with some experts who say, like, as far as finasteride goes, it's it's as good as, it's as safe as one can do when you're starting retention of hair. So I think that's what I'm going to do. I, uh, I st- to answer the question on why I stopped taking it, uh, I was spending, I think, around $90 a month on it. I think that's what it was. What is it now? Do you know what the... Uh, it's probably around there. Probably closer to seventy. Really? Seventy a so month. It's still, wow! I'm surprised here. It's that expensive still. Yeah. Well, I think I, I think I have. Maybe it's less because I have a three month supply, and I don't think I spend more than like a hundred and twenty bucks on it. So it's probably a little less than that. Okay. Um. Yeah. The that that and I and I turned down a television job in Denver at what was Fox Sports Rocky Mountain and I think it's Root Sports now and I was going to be the uh Alexa Dat of sure. uh the Rockies and they didn't have the Avalanche Broncos or Nuggets so it was just Rockies and then there was also a national baseball show and I would have been anchoring that and when I came out there and interviewed I remember meeting I guess it was the general manager and he goes oh you have a full head of hair. And I go, yeah. And he goes, I've seen, I, I saw your, your reel, your resume reel, and you had your head shaved. Not like this shave, but like cut close. Right. And I go, yeah, you know, I just grew it out. And he goes, okay, cool. You know, and we met in BS. It wasn't really a topic. And then I almost took it. So TMA nearly died in February of 2006. That's when that was. Mm-hmm. Went back and forth forever on that. Um, and decided not to take it. And like a month or two later, I'm like, if I'm not going to do that, I'm never going to get back in a TV. And so why am I spending this money? Right. God. Oh, such a defining moment. As dumb as it is, it was such a defining moment. And I stopped taking it. So that interview and that decision was in February. And I remember, and then I just, again, I wasn't shaving my head like I do now, but I just was clippering it. Yeah. And then we were going to Las Vegas, and I'm like, um, I guess I'll grow my hair back out. I don't I just remember. And then I remember, like, right around the time of going to Las Vegas, I'm like, holy shit, it's not growing back. Yeah. I mean, it grew back, but it was so fine and thin and so all it took jackson was three or four months of not taking it and it's over Uh, so once you start i know you have to stay with it or you have to just prepare to shave your head like i do you know or clipper it however i mean that's that's what you're looking at here i know and i'm not at that point that's why that's that's also why i'm a tad hesitant because it's like once i do it i'm handcuffed to it for as long as I want my hair, so I got to be careful on that. So, and, and luckily, like when I shower and wash my hair, like hair, I don't have clumps of hair in my hands. So I think the the rate I've lost it has decreased from like because like in high school, I never even thought of it, and then like junior year of college, one day I was combing my hair at uh, Alpha Epsilon Pi at the University of Missouri, and I was like. Boy, this hairline is moving backwards quickly. Mm. <laughs> and, uh, mm. But not, but I've yet to have a day where I've like looked in my hands and there's been like decent amounts of hair after I wash my hair. So that's nice. Yeah, the uh, Propecia thing or Finasteride, whatever it, it's, but you got to commit. 
Oh, I know. You got to commit. Yeah. And I, it, I look at that and I go, I can't believe that I stopped taking it. Because with the benefit of high, because I mean, I, for real, I'd have hair, you know. Yeah. It right. wasn't like it was great, but it was, I had it. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I had been using it from 1998 to nearly, you know, eight and a half years. It was right around, I would guess, March, April of uh, 2006 when I stopped. And then when I was offered the job at SNY in New York as an anchor for their sports center show, Geico Sports Night, uh, and the guy in charge said, oh, can you have, he told my agent, can you have your client grow his hair out? And I said, that's not a choice. And he said, oh, well, then just kind of do like the Matt Lauer thing before Matt Lauer was a taboo right. name. And I'm like, I mean, I can do that. But then, you know, I mean, I'm, I was only 20. Now I was just turned 30. Uh, I'm like, that's not really the look I want to go with. <laughs> no. Matt Lauer's in his 50s. It's a different deal. Right. And it didn't look great on him. So. Yeah. It's, I never thought that that was a good look. No. And, you know, but... So then I'm like, okay, I'm, I'll look at doing this, but I'm going to get hair transplants. And what I didn't realize at the time was that you don't, which is so stupid, but I didn't, that you get hair transplants, and yeah, you get them, but the hair doesn't come in for months. Oh. So what would have happened if I would have signed the contract with SNY, which I still have? Right here, here, Jackson. Uh because I've, I've been told that there is someone in St. Louis media who likes to say that I never really had this opportunity. So you can see there, see the uh, letterhead. I don't know if it says the salary there, but either way, to me, it's not all that impressive. Otherwise, I might have gone. Uh, there it is. So, so you can you can confirm. Dang. But I keep that I keep that on my desktop as a reminder. <laughs> um, and uh, as a reminder of you know taking shots and calculated risks and so on and so forth. And uh, the uh, th- if I would have gone up there mm-hmm. and gotten hair transplants like two weeks before I would have started, I would have shown up with like... Yeah, like scars. Oh, my God. Yeah, you would have looked like so, like you just came it out of a horror been, movie. I mean, it w- uh, what would we have done? You would have to wear a ball cap oh, I mean, suit. for real. Yeah. I mean, holy, and they cover media there. They don't do like KFNS gossip columns there. Like they're really like six oh, yeah. people. Oh yeah, New cover. York Post is all. Over oh this. yeah, yeah. They cover media there, you know, and, and and that would have been an absolute disaster that I that I didn't know any better. You know, Joe is the one. Buck, the, the, the uh, gentleman who sent the email and asked about Joe. Joe is the one who brought up. Uh, getting it done, getting yeah. the process done, and but I was kind of feeling him out because I thought he had had it done, but I didn't know. And right. we were we had a rapport, but it's not like we were close, close. And so, you know, I'm like, they want me to grow my hair out, but I'm not really sure what to do. And he goes, "Here's the name of the doctor. Here's the phone number. Call him. Let him know I sent you." And don't say anything to anybody else about this conversation. <laughs> and now that he has been very transparent with his right. transplants, uh, I, I now will speak about it. But uh, I didn't do it. I do not regret. This is a double negative. I don't regret 
passing on the hair transplants, mm-hmm. I do regret stopping the Propecia. Gotcha. So yeah, I think that's the right way because transplant is a yeah. I, and I just look at I, for the life of me, like Brian Erlacher was just as, as good as it gets as far as a, a bald guy and the look he had. And now he's got hair transplants and he looks like Kevin James and the King of Queens. I don't I don't know what he's I don't know. I mean, hey, I God think, bless him. I mean, you know, he's still, you know, but I, I, I don't think, know. I think they backed up the Brinks truck for him to, because anytime he drives to Chicago. There, he's everywhere. There's 10 to 12 billboards in a two-mile span of Erlacher looking just like Kevin James uh, on every billboard on the highway into Chicago. I think they paid him a crazy amount of money to do that. Yeah, I just... So I don't on that. I just because it, it, if you can get me back to what I was doing pre Propecia, that's great. But there's like this certain kind of I don't even know, like dad haircut that I feel like hair transplants leave you with. Like if you were to get hair transplants, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be able. I don't think to have what you have now. Maybe you would. By the way, maybe you would. I don't know. Like Joe's is outstanding. Yeah, but that but that's also it's like you know if you, you wouldn't if, know him. It, but but he's you know, probably right. playing a different hand of poker, so to speak, as absolutely. far as the size of the game. Yeah, absolutely. So that's the that's the, so I don't regret that. I that but the thing that would have been an absolute disaster is if I would have left, if I would have signed, and if I would have gone and then gotten hair transplants in between signing, and then showing up there, and I've got like I look like a chia pet with the like holes poked in my head. It would have been a long time in the makeup chair, and they would have gone. Oh my God! We can't put you on the air, and it's not like I could shave my head at that point because I would have the scar across oh, the back yeah, yeah. from where they harvested the fucking hair. Yep, yep. You would have. You would, they oh would my like, God! So I would have been. Like, I, they, I, they might have fired me, honestly, because it's like we hired you, but we can't put you on the air. Yeah. I yeah. mean, holy shit! I just I remember it was a flight to Minneapolis to Vancouver, and I was going. Yeah. I was going, and something. I remember walking around the neighborhood. Uh. With my wife, and I'm just like, I just don't feel good about this move. I think I'm going to cancel it. And I canceled it the night before fucking going to Vancouver. It's not like I was going to Chesterfield to get the process knocked out. Right. Vancouver. And it was a shitload of money. I bet. That was crazy. I really want to say what it was, but that's so negative EV as far as whatever. And by the way, I want to make this clear. It's not like I really had it. I mean, I had it, but it's not like I like was, was like, like, oh, I'll be fine. It, it was, you know, it was, it was for work. Like it was like it you, was. Yeah. yeah. And I can then get into some other stories with some other people on the work thing and how you can handle that from a tax standpoint. <laughs> but then I'd be oh. outing people. And so right. I can't do that. But uh, yeah, it's it, I really did. I don't regret it at all. I do regret the tr- Propecia thing because it's just like, oh, fuck for 90 times 12, what am I at? 1,080 a year, if my math is correct. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I guess over the course of the last 15 years, it's it's 15 grand or so. Um, but that's worth it to me, yeah. I guess. I mean, I, I don't know what the hell I'd be doing otherwise. But it, 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 it played, the reason I say I regret, because it played a role in my decision not to go. Because in my mind, my ceiling by going there was limited by being bald. Right. And just knowing, and I know that may sound crazy. I know I've talked about it on TMA and on here before, but I really, and I, and I, and in my mind, I, even though it's been now almost 15 years, God, it's probably 15 years almost to the day. Uh, cause I went up there in June, uh, in 2007 that, uh, I, I don't, I, 
I, I believe my math was right. If I had a full head of hair, I probably, it's more likely that I take it because mm-hmm. my mind, then I can do more. Right. But I remember going up there and auditioning and I'm like ad-libbing over Nets highlights <laughs> and I'm going, man, I don't, I don't know what the fuck this is and I don't really care. I know I got to go to Jets training camp and I'm like, please tell me that's in the city or, you know, over there at, I don't even know if they had MetLife then. They probably did in Giant Stadium. Meadowlands. Uh, yeah. And no, it's like someplace in upstate New York. And I'm like, oh, that's going to be a whole thing. I don't really <laughs> want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> so that I'm just awful. like talking myself out of it, you know. Yeah. And it, and so, and then I was able to get a deal done with the people who were owning and operating uh, Simmons Media Group, which owned 1380 ESPN, to put TMA back together. But Martin wasn't going to be on. And with Doug. Mm-hmm. And so me and the cat and Doug and Prod Joe started what then became TMA because it had been the morning grind. And yeah, I don't know. I know it sounds crazy, but that's, that's, but it all, I so helped me. If I don't stop taking Propecia, I would bet I would have gone to New York. Mm. It's, what a sliding doors moment. It really is. I mean, I know it sounds insane. But I really, and I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I, I, I'm, it would, I'm sure it would have been fine, but I wouldn't have been really, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like there's so many of the guys who do that or ladies who do that. And contrary to what the public thinks, it just doesn't pay that much. Right. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. I mean, I don't want to make it sound like it's you're living in poverty, although no. in, if you're living in Manhattan, you might be, <laughs> relatively speaking. But it just isn't that there's so many people who want to do it. Yeah. They wound up hiring a guy. God, I can't remember his name, but he had been on been on ESPN, and they wound up paying him less than they paid me, or uh, they were offering me, which just told me so much about the business at that time. Right. That's like, 2007. It's like they were glad that you turned it down. Almost. I mean, it was relatively speaking, it was a my. But I, you know what? Now that I do the math, it's about five to seven percent less. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm going, God, what does that say? He's been on ESPN, and I haven't even done TV since 2005. And, you know, mm-hmm. God, oh, what a, what a thing. Um, I'm just picturing the face on the PAs when you walk in with a scarred head. Oh, my God. Holes in your brain. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, the people who, so Kevin Burkhart, you know him. Yeah, he's he, down, so I would have been working with him. He okay. was there. Very cool. Uh lady uh guy who's now on the golf channels i mean there's some people who were there at the time who i I don't know if this i'm typing in her name to see yeah she's uh um let's see yeah she's at uh i believe yeah julie donaldson was there at the time and uh now she is with the washington commanders Mm. those of you not aware that's the washington football team's new name um and God, there's another Brian Custer. I don't know if you've ever seen him on uh, Golf Channel, if I'm not mistaken. He was there. Gary Apple, who used to be the sports director at uh, at Camo V uh, back in the day. I don't know if Doug worked with him or not. I'd be curious. Uh, Brian Custer, American sports broadcaster, who serves as the host for Showtime Championship Boxing, and he's a host on ESPN, ESPN College Football. He was there. Um, so. So I, in my mind, I'm going, okay, this is going to be a launching pad to that kind of thing, but I don't really want to do that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so I don't really care. 
It's like we talked about last week. What was the question? Oh, when somebody said, was the goal always to be on 101 right. ESPN? And I told you what my goals were. Yeah. And I know it included an MFF. It included Jupiter. Mm-hmm. And what else was I looking for? Uh, getting on the Champions Tour. Yep. I think that was pretty much it. Oh, and spending as much time with my wife and kids as possible. That's kind of, that's where I am. Which then reminded me, and I'm I'm legitimately curious, and I'm not doing this to be polite because that really isn't my thing. <laughs> what are your goals? I, 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 we got done doing that podcast and like an hour or two later, and I was doing it for my house. That's right, because I was thinking right. I didn't, I wasn't looking at you when I said it. I was doing it for my house. Maybe if I was looking at you, I would have thought, what are yours? So even though I'm sitting in a spot where I can only see the top of your headphones, <laughs> uh, I can't see you. Yeah. Thank you. As you just peeked over, like, from the Davenport. <laughs> uh, you're, you're 24. Yeah. You know, I, what are your – I'm legitimately – I bet your goals now are so different than before you sent me the email in December of 2020. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're, you know. It's way you, different. You got, you got, you, you're, you got a, a, a rising stock. Yeah, I, and, and it might be a fault of mine. but it's, And say, be honest here. Be honest. Oh, I want to yeah. hear it. Be yeah. honest. Goal setting has always been a tough thing for me just because it's like, I just kind of, and it's maybe just been pure luck, but like things have kind of just always like, worked out and I kind of just go with it as I go um I mostly I know, I'd love to I'd love to keep doing this for as long as I can I love working on the show and I love everything working with everybody it's been awesome I really do enjoy it and I wake up happy every morning so I can't really complain on that end so career-wise you know doing more of the same but with growing the show hopefully everything becomes more you know just more people listening more things happening, more of that. Um, I'm single, so I think in the next five to ten years, I'd like to meet someone and settle down. That would be uh, ideal. I think I'm more of a a person who's better with a significant other than single. I think I enjoy life more with a significant other than single. So that's definitely part of it. And... uh, you know, I'm. I was actually talking to my mom about this over the weekend. You know, so many of my friends um, are either the ones who live in St. Louis are actively trying to move out, or they're already moved to a different place. Are you making an announcement? You're moving? No, 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 no. But the day, like, if if an opportunity came up where I was no longer on the show, or some happened with the show, and I just my career was different. I would like for maybe a year or two to spend. It wouldn't even necessarily be in America. I don't know where. I would just like to, for like a year or two, just do live somewhere else just for a year or two. I think that would be really cool. I don't know where. Um, and like I said, not, maybe not America. Like I would be really curious to go to Europe for a year or two. I think that would be really cool. Wow, look at you. Um, but that's that's like a total, a lot of things would have to go in certain directions for that to happen. I'm very happy in St. Louis. My whole family lives here. My, every single one of my immediate family lives in St. Louis, so I can't complain in that. I'm surrounded by friends and family, so I love it in St. Louis. But um, I think that a lot of it is just like I'm such a go-with-the-flow kind of guy and take things day by day because anytime I try to plan anything, so many variables pop up that like my goals kind of get lost in the shuffle almost. I'm anxious to see what happens with you 
because you're learning the playbook, mm-hmm. but it's a playbook that I run, but we have different personalities, which, by the way, is a good thing for you. <laughs> and so, therefore, my playbook might not work for you because we're different. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, to an extent, I, mean, I, I agree that I kind of become... I, I'm a, I like to describe myself as a sponge. I like to absorb information as much as I can, especially from people who have been in this business or any business for a long time and been successful at it. I think it's dumb not to retain the information that they pass to you, whether that be directly or indirectly. Um, and we probably have different personalities in a sense. I think s- similar in some ways and different in others. Um, how are we similar? How are we different? Let's see what you think. I think that we both like to fully analyze things, like utilize as much critical thinking as possible, try not to see things one way and only see it one way, mm-hmm. try to see it from both different angles. I've never seen you lose your shit. Yeah, yeah, I think we're similar in that way, too, because I don't think I've ever seen you lose I know, your shit. I kind of get a sense when you are, but you don't externalize it. Yeah, I'm good at keeping it, because I get so... The only time I've ever, like, truly... I've lost my shit before. I'm a different... I'm at old. work? No, 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 no. Never, never. Just because yeah, I don't. I was about want... to say, if I did, I, I haven't seen it. No, because I never want anyone I work with to like ever think of me as someone who would be like, "Oh, gotta be careful," because he might freak out. <laughs> like that's the one. Because I know what... just being on a deep pond in sports media. <laughs> right. The case. Well, that's the thing is like because I know if I like if I I know someone who can like lose their shit really easily or even at any time like I'm a little more cautious around them because I. Okay, Nothing makes me more uncomfortable than when I'm really relaxed and someone's losing their shit. Yeah. Like, that really makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. So I try never to do that work. Only in athletics have I ever, like, truly lost my shit, and mostly on the basketball court. The whole Burkett family owes a lot of the refs in the Midwest a lot of apologies. <laughs> <laughs> my father and brother are the same way. Whole different set of people on the basketball courts. That's the only time I ever really lose my shit. So I, I try to compartmentalize as best as I can if I'm going through or just like upset about something uh, try to be like is this worth freaking out over and 99.9% of the time it is not so that's kind of how I try to analyze things from that perspective I'm not really looking to like you know sometimes like whenever I do kind of feel like that it's like it's not that serious that's what I always think to myself like hey is this going to make you upset 20 minutes from now no, is this gonna make you upset? That's that is very impressive at twenty four to have that. Right, that's an that's a great thing to have. Yeah, like will this piss you off an hour from now? Will this piss you off a day from now? Will this piss you off? That's why I'm saying you could you're 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 dangerous because you're equipped with some traits that you can't teach, but then you're getting some knowledge at an early age. Right, and so. I'm just saying. Right. I'm just and I, t- I'm just, what I, what I want to do is I want to tell the people, keep an eye on this Jackson. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. And, and, and a lot of it comes from learning from people like you, like Doug, like Iggy, like Plowsy, down the hallway. What has Iggy taught you? <laughs> Iggy has taught me that, uh, that the best way to – the best way to be yourself is, like, to not let people that don't know you piss you off, similar to, like, what Gangster, Gangster Pete told Pete, me. Like, thing. Iggy – for like as much shit as he gets and most of it, ninety percent of it is in good fun. But like he has some of the thickest skin I've ever seen. Like and that's because he knows like 
he knows who he is and he doesn't have to he's not searching for it's approval. It's a great thing. It really is. He, he's a, not searching for any approval from anybody. It's a great and thing. I love that about Iggy. There's something I, we were talking with the uh the Saudi thing and Dustin Johnson and I don't remember what golf writer it was last night. And he was saying cuz people are getting all worked up about it and he goes you have to understand something for Dustin John- Johnson he's always been forthright. He cares about his wife and his kids and he doesn't care about his legacy. He doesn't care about, you know, official world golf rankings yeah you know mm-hmm. he just doesn't really care and you know gets down to it he wants to be on his boat in jupiter and fuck off and he's never really said anything other than that so <laughs> you really can't be all that surprised and this is who he is and if you don't like it you don't like it but this is who he is and that's how it is with it like you don't like him that's fine it's always so weird to me and that's not that it happens a lot it, it happens couple times a month i suppose when somebody will send me an email complaining about iggy and i'm just like if you have an issue with iggy contact iggy yeah he gave his email out over the air (laughs) yeah quite often and i obviously give mine out yeah you know it'd be like if iggy got an email complaining about me and i'd be like well that's great but why wouldn't you contact me right exactly i guess it's kind of like the bitch play right you don't want to really right you never you never want to address yeah it's already it's already somewhat cowardly to be sending an email that's in in a angry vein but then when you don't send it to the person that you're actually right. mad about it's like a twofold um but he is who he is and that's that i would say that is that's good knowledge man yeah, because he is who he is he's unapologetic he is and because he's unapologetic he says some of the most it's just it's so great though to yeah. be working with you know everybody on the show who Truly, and it's not like I'm sure. I'm obviously Doug doesn't share everything, but you know he's in a different situation mm-hmm. uh, where you're going. Okay, you know whatever is said is truly honest, and it's not. It's just it's great, and, and nobody's going to scold anybody for saying something. And you know it, it, it's it, it's just right. It's that is a wonderful thing. And then the audience, by the way, being in on the joke and then contributing as much as the audience, so many audience members do. God, it's just so. Yeah, yeah. And, and and a great thing that Doug's taught me, and this is more of like an indirect thing, and it, it was a problem that I didn't know I had for a long time. But it was understanding other people's perspective on things, and realizing that you're not always right. Because like I felt like when I was in college or maybe late high school, like that I had all the answers that I knew if I believed something that it was right, and it was right, and everyone should think that same way. And Doug, who me and him, I doubt, agree on almost anything politically, but understanding that, like, that's okay, like, and that Doug sees the world through a different way based on the way he was raised. Have you and Doug had a conversation about this? No. Oh. No. Like, that's why I said it's, like, more of an indirect thing, whereas, like, where I hear Doug have opinions on things, which is absolutely his right, and it's like, man, I never think about it that way, but that's because I've never, it's never even crossed my mind to think about it that way. So understanding that everyone else you know, people might have a different perspective than you. And well, as much as you think you're right, they think they're right. And so understanding those differences and agreeing to disagree, I think in a lot of cases is just a really good way to go about life. And it's a lot happier than like dying on hills and, you know, sticking your feet in the mud and saying like, no, this is the correct way about things. And just kind of understanding that like, you might not always be right. They might not always be right, but you can look past that. You know, people are people. Uh, your thoughts are always welcome on any conversation topic or one you'd like to get started. T. McKernan at InsideSTL.com. 
Uh, tip of the cap to those who sent you. I just I've just stored them up for you know I don't want to say years, but I've got a bunch of emails in the holster, um, and uh, I'm happy to go into deep dives. Especially what would the 500th episode deep dive be? I really don't know. I, I think now that because this is 496, that that will give people ample time to really go into the tank and think about some stuff that they want to hear about. Maybe it'd be a deep dive festival, a bunch of different things that we can Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm truly open to anything that, at least by law, I can talk about. Uh, so, at InsideSTL.com. Thanks to Seth Goldcamp of Design Air Heating and Cooling for supporting the show. DesignAirService.com. When your air conditioning goes out, urgency is the name of the game. Design Air Heating and Cooling, go to designairservice.com. You click on the Book Now tab, and they will be at your home quick, fast, in a hurry. Had somebody email me yesterday, and I said, oh, go to designairservice.com. Two hours later, email me, said they've already been here, and they've already taken care of it. That's what they do. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. Design Air Heating and Cooling. And James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, 314-961-4800. Or go online at carltoninsurance.net. James is my insurance agent. And I would like him to become your insurance agent because I know you will be as happy with it as I have been by making that switch. It's James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, 314-961-4800. And Webster Groves, 314-961-4800. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton State Farm. All right, that's going to do it. I still have some in the holster that I was going to go to, but I feel like, all right, I've already gone. How long did we go? I'm going to go. We went 47 minutes. 45. Wow. Yeah. That's talent. Yeah, sense for time. Uh, All right. We will uh, wrap it up, come back with more. Don't forget, deep dive requests for episode 500. What will it be? I don't even, because I feel like I've talked about everything. I don't know. Yeah. I'm open to anything. Yeah. I really really am. Fuck, I don't know. We've talked about so much that I feel like. I know. I don't know what, what I haven't talked about that I can talk about or that I am willing to without fear of. You know, yeah, so, repercussions. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that's the key. That's the key right there. Maybe we'll just have just a bunch of erotic stories. You think Deebs will send some things in? I don't know. Which highways has he been on recently? Yeah. The pleasure himself. All right. We'll uh, shut it down for Action Jackson. I'm Tim McKernan. This has been the Tim McKernan Show from the HomeLoanExpert.com studios. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music, and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.